returning from a distant planet for your borrowed pleasure. Look, up in the sky! Quick House. Oh, welcome back to the Brickhouse Podcast. I'm Andrew Pissarro alongside my favorite musical savant coming to you from the boroughs of Brooklyn and Queens. We've got our favorite interns, Intern 1A and Intern A1, Mr. Tom Esposito, Mr. Casey Wu. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the program. Yeah. I hope everybody had a safe and happy Halloween. We are officially into every the internet's favorite month. No shave November. See, you guys, you guys thought I was going to go somewhere else. Nope, not even and close. Not even close. Two very different things. How's everyone doing? Pretty uh, tough for me, actually, because I eat peanut butter all the time, so I don't know how I'm going to go this month without peanut butter. Oh, it's a no peanut butter month for Joe? Oh, Joe's doing the equivalent of no, of uh, sober January, except for no peanut butter. No January. peanut November. Like Good for you. Are you allowed to have almonds? No, Cashews? I can't have any nuts. Cashews? No nuts, no nuts yeah. Uh, what about seeds? Do seeds count? Like, could you could you choose some sunflower seeds? Uh, I think by definition, seeds are not nuts, so I can... But they're they're pretty similar. They sometimes have the same effect. I don't get it. <laughs> I also don't get it. All right, let's start this thing off like we always start it. Top of the queue, what you've been listening to. Tom, take us away. I don't live here anymore. War on Drugs album came out this past Friday. If there has been one thing I have been listening to, it is the War on Drugs and this album. I love it. Casey, what about you? Fuller and Two by Wale. I don't know if we discussed this album at all yet. Highlighted by uh, J. Cole feature, Poke It Out. Very lit comeback by uh, Wale. It's been a while since we heard anything from him, so happy to have him. DC's Finest. I've been listening to the new Parquet Courts record, Sympathy for Life. And I texted Tom something about this yesterday because I was doing 8 billion pounds of laundry. And I'm not kidding, 8 billion pounds of laundry. Currently right now, I'm using my extra microphone stands that I don't have to use because Joe and the boys are not taping up my apartment to hang laundry on them. So, you know, we're innovating in the finest way here in Bushwick. But are you ready for this incredible text that I said to Tom? I know Tom enjoyed I it did. yesterday. I'm listening to the new Parquet. Just Shadows sounds like it should have been a renaissance song, like in a Monty Python search for the Holy Grail, except they turned it into an indie rock song. I think that was like track four. And I just, I could see this as the elect- like the modern rock equivalent of, of them when they're like pretending to gallop along on steeds and like there's someone singing along in the background. I don't know, like... Bigly bolts a robin brought forth from Camelot. He was not afraid to die. Oh, brave Sir Robin... He was not at all afraid to be killed in nasty ways. The Sir Robin song, for some reason, came up to me. I did watch Monty Python within, I think, the last like two or three months because it was on Netflix or one of the streaming services. But uh, that's what I thought of. So um, I don't know why I thought that. That's kind of weird. But I did like the first like three or four tracks, and then it kind of lost me. But uh, I do want to give it a couple more listens. Very excited to see Parquet next year. I think we're going in April. Find the Brickhouse Boys at Parquet in April. 2022. There were a plethora of wonderful new releases this past week. As we stated months ago, we hypothesized that the latter end of 2021 will see a fuck ton of great releases because people were holding off on releasing the album because they couldn't tour on it. So now we're just being bombarded. It's hard to keep up. 
but I'm loving it. I loved all the albums that you guys mentioned. I revisited an old one that just reached streaming services this past Friday, the ASAP Rocky Live Love ASAP mixtape from 10 years ago. Oh. Yeah, fucking delicious. But I also saw Men I Trust on Halloween, so I listened back to their album from prior, uh, earlier this year, Untourable album, which, thank God, they, Speaking of they tore it on. re-releases, it. sorry to cut you off, Joe, Mac Miller, our boy. Faces, yes. Uh, re-release. Faces got put on Spotify, which uh, I fucking love Faces. It's an yes. incredible. If you haven't listened, to, it might be the best Mac Miller release, I think, and from like front to back. And also he produced a lot of it and made all the music. And um, there's some really good, like Rick Ross is on it. There's, I think, two Earl Sweatshirt tracks on there. Like, I will take to my grave that the Mac Miller, Earl Sweatshirt, Watch the Throne type collab album is, we were robbed as a society of that record it would have been incredible and today i also revisited the vince staple album and upon third listen i love it it's it's going to be in my top 10 at the end of the year i do remember listening to that and really enjoying it i need to give it another listen it's a short one too isn't it it's only like 22 minutes yep 22 minutes yeah palatable how was everybody's halloween what did everybody dress up as well i'd hope you'd all seen the instagram posts that went out earlier but uh, i went as mario Andrew, what about you? How was your day off? It's me, Mario. Uh, me and Cameron had a wonderful day off. I actually wore my Ferris costume two nights in a row, and um, I have a sinking feeling that my leopard print vest might uh, might work its way into the old uh, might work its way into the old rotation. If you know what I mean. I certainly do. That'd be a travesty to keep that only for Halloween. Absolutely. I told everyone I was dressed as Frankie Stein. <laughs> Frankenstein, and I was corrected multiple times saying that Frankenstein was the doctor and I was his monster. That always makes for a fun party. Yeah. Did the bulb stay on the second the, the second party, Joe? So the first night they stayed on the whole time. I used the uh, packaging tape that you use to mail boxes. The second night I used the heavy duty duct tape. It didn't stick on my neck. Damn, you should have just actually bolted them into your neck. Yeah. I thought about swallowing them and hoping that they just mm. pop out my neck, but. That's why you swallow last. a magnet, and then you just put those on the outside, and they stay in place. Yes, science! That is great. This is why we but keep Tom to around. Get, this yeah, is, you'd have to get the magnet smart. stuck You're in your smart, throat, Tom. though, for it to really work. Did you go to college, Tom? I think so. Casey, you didn't tell us what your Halloween costume was. I was a hamburglar. I did not go to McDonald's, <laughs> but I went to a very packed diner with my girlfriend where no one was in costume but myself, and I did order a cheeseburger. <laughs> It worked out. I'd pay for a picture of that. Just you and a bunch of random people on a Saturday <laughs> in the diner. Yeah, it was, it, the it was something. No, yeah, it was. Uh, it was probably like one thirty in the afternoon, one thirty Sunday afternoon. Just full hamburger costume. I parked in. There was a parking lot. I pulled into the spot, and some lady, as I was pulling, it was. Is that the hamburger? <laughs> and it was. She was right. Her eyes her did day. not deceive her. Yeah, I'm, I hope hope so. But Did yeah, she dress up? <laughs> Were you the only one dressed up? I was the diner? only one. No, I was the only one. The whole diner. Every it was every table was full of people, and I was the only person in the entire diner that had any resemblance of any costume. Did anybody get trick or treaters at their travesty. their domestic place that they live? Bit. Yep, we a had a bit. parade. They closed down my street, and they had just like a parade of trick or treaters. Joe? And we were told multiple times that we had the best candy. 
The entrance to my apartment is via the back door through a gate with a dog. So no. Well, they, no what one they do? They bring on the front door. door of the house or no? Most likely, yeah. But I I don't ever hear that. Bell. I've been in New York. This is my fourth Halloween in New York. I've never had trick or treaters. More candy for that me. Sucks. And you never had candy for them. That's not true. <laughs> but speaking of kids on Halloween, you know who did not have a great Halloween? Uh, a child in Texas got bitten by a monkey. Wait a minute. There's more. University of Texas. Their special teams coach, allegedly his monkey, attacked and seriously hurt a young trick-or-treater last night. Update, there's more. Banks apparently left his wife and kids to be with a stripper. Her name is Pole Assassin, and the monkey is hers and a part of her act. Uh, wait, there's more. Pole Assassin confirms that the child was bitten, denies that it was serious, but does confirm that the monkey did bite a child. Um, and the last update, it's an emotional support monkey. What would you name your emotional support monkey? Well, first of all, that's an that's a lot to unpack and digest. Um, but Joe, with that's oh, Harambe, that's a easily. hate crime. Then cancel me. Harambe wasn't a monkey; he was an ape. Remember his? Is there a difference? Yes. I Remember, thought he was a gorilla. Yeah, exactly. And gorillas, gorillas are apes. aren't apes. I don't think are they? I think they're apes. I feel like they're apes. Uh, but apes are monkeys, right? No. Ape, monkeys, apes monkeys are monkeys. monkeys. If any, monkeys are apes. If anyone knows, call into the the hotline nine one seven seven four zero six four two nine. Let us know, because clearly we don't. According to worldwildlife.org, the largest of the great apes are gorillas. That is that is literally what comes up. So, yes. Well, can I name uh, him Magilla Gorilla? That's a little Magilla. weird, but I I don't that's hate it. Magilla, watch where you're throwing those banana skins. I actually like that name. I'd, I'd say go for it, Joe. Okay, thank you. Anybody else got any fun monkey names for their emotional support monkey that we're now getting as a podcast? I'll name it Marcel from Friends because that monkey that. was a son of a bitch. Yeah, and I know that monkey would, would definitely be a son of a bitch. So I do like I that, that Marcel, Marcel loved uh, In the Jungle on friends i'm a big fan of singing that song if we ever like are out at some place like if we do live pod somewhere again and we we decide to just get together and sing a song like a barbershop quartet type i recommend we do that or we could rock that as a barbershop quartet who's going to be the bass though because i am not i don't have a deep enough voice uh, I gotta be the ee- That's that's my shit. I think it's Joe. Joe's gonna be the bass. All right, cool. We've got this figured Definitely out. Joe. I think I would. I'd like to name my emotional support monkey Hellraiser. You've been listening to a lot of Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> yes, I have. Hey. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Did anybody catch the last episode of the Wu Tang series season two? I did. I really enjoyed the entire no. second season. It was very good. I could not recommend the Wu Tang series. If you like the Wu-Tang Clan, I, you will love this series. There's two se- full seasons on Hulu. If you like hip-hop music, you will love this full season. The, this whole series, there's two seasons on Hulu. Frankly, if you like The Wire, I think you'd really enjoy it. I think the first season has some big-time connection, like big-time similarities to The Wire, which I am rewatching. And there's a, there, there's a lot of people who have been in an episode here or there. But yeah, I really enjoyed it until the end of it when it... It, it took a sad turn. I mean, but if you want to be spoiled, just go to Wikipedia, type in Wu-Tang Clan. You'll figure it out. Yeah, that's true. Or you can watch it. Or that. Def- definitely watch it. Dave East plays an incredible method, man, I will say, which is really cool. I was a little bummed that Joey Badass didn't get to be Inspector Deck in Season 2. But I will say the Inspector Deck they got did a really good job in Season I agree. 2. I'm also very bummed that Inspector Deck's original album never made it after 
doing some research and learning more about all the albums that they were have that were supposed to come out because multiple people said that record was supposed to be was the best. And when you look back at all inspected all of Inspected X like verses on any of the first few Wu Tang albums, they're incredible. And then when you go and look at his other features and also the stuff he's done all over the place, uh, he's he moved up the power rankings of my favorite Wu Tang members upon watching this show. I will say, tight. Casey, didn't you say you had a Wu Tang story? I do actually, only because I have it in front of me. So one time, uh, my sister she she works in the city. She works in a couple spots. So. She walked by the store that is uh, in the neighborhood she works in, and there was a neon sign in the window, and she saw it a bunch of times, like, for however many months that she's walked by the store. And one day she was like, fuck it, I'm going to go inside. So she went up to the guy and asked if the sign was for sale, and he said, yeah, but it's too much. And she was like, well, how much is too much? And it ended up being, like, a couple thousand dollars, I think, like 2500 what for a sign for a for a neon sign now now get this she didn't know the history behind the sign but it's a bowl of soup and my sister is a big soup person so it turns out for the 25th anniversary of the 36 chambers the wu-tang clan held a party and had this neon sign especially made for the party and the guy who worked in the store actually designed the sign and had it made and um, was sick because it was actually like a $10,000 sign and he gave my sister the wrong price. So she actually like was able to get it at the wrong price and like a quarter of what it was actually worth. Wow. So this guy was sick, yeah. So as he was boxing it up, crying, planning his own death, I guess, <laughs> he was explaining to my sister how the RZA actually had asked for this sign on uh, on the way out of the party, but it was something in the contract where um, the designer of the sign had to keep the sign, so it stayed with the guy until my sister bought it from him. That's but I'll show it to you guys right now. That's so fucking cool. It's yeah, we're going to need the picture of this for the Instagram. All right, forget the picture, but I will turn around my laptop and show you. Yeah, turn off that background. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's just on fire. Sun's on fire. (laughs) This is fine. This is fine. For those of you not looking at his screen, it's the dog at the burning table saying, "This is fine." So, guys, see it? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Can Can you turn it on? Does it turn on? Yeah. Hold on. About to turn it on right now. Once it turns on. It's oh, a Shaolin Temple. Wow, that's so sick. With the, 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 the Wu Tang W is in the noodle soup. That's so fucking cool. So wow. and you've just been sitting on this. <laughs> yeah, man. That was uh, that was some some uh, some consultation, some brother sister consultation that we had to have there. I had to let her know that it was definitely necessary that she had to purchase that. Yeah. I think I gave her a little money towards it, but I told her on the phone, I was like, listen, don't let anybody tell you that this is a, a bad purchase. Whatever it is, it's worth it. It's one of one. This is art. <laughs> this is a combination of a handmade piece of art with music history with a pretty fucking cool little thing for your apartment here. So that's that's my Wu-Tang story for the day. I went to that tour. Actually, um, you know, it's funny. My dad was listening to our last episode, and it when he finished 
that episode it went all the way back to season one, episode one. And in that episode, Joe and I broke down how uh, Enter the 36 Chambers and Midnight Marauders came out on the exact same day in November of, of 1993. That's crazy. And I went on the 25th anniversary tour. A uh, friend of the pod, Victor, and I went and saw them at Sta- in, in Coney Island. Didn't Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg come out on the same day? Uh, that I'd have to look up. I can't quote you on that. I just know that definitely Midnight Marauders and Enter the 36 Chambers came out on the exact same day in November of 93. That's a good day. <laughs> it's a damn good day. Came out November 23rd, 1993. Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. A little uh, little breaking... No. Breaking... Uh, House podcast news. That's not so breaking, news. but also not really news. Braves are up in Game Six of the World Series right now. Ooh. Oh, nice. I thought you were going to report that um, we're getting four more years of De Blasio. Oh fuck! <laughs> Did he even run for re-election? Leaving New York. No, he can't. He's done. No, no, he's not. It's funny. What? Two big days in New York are uh, February second, November second. February second, we find out we get six more weeks of winter. November 2nd, we find out if we get four more years at de Blasio. Speaking of which, the trash hasn't been picked up outside my apartment for days, so thank you, yeah. Bill. Hopefully he goes back in his hole. My roommate worked 55 straight hours at FDNY, so thank you, Bill. Uh, shout out Joe's roommate. Fuck Bill. Yeah, thanks for keeping us safe, roomie. Speaking of sports, as you guys know, the Brickhouse podcast, a basketball podcast, can we get a... I don't know, maybe an A to C grade, one out of ten, whatever you guys are feeling. How are we feeling? How are our two favorite Knicks fans feeling about the Knicks? I believe you guys went to the Mecca this week and observed the Knicks in person. Um, according to my sources, Joe Brennan went home with a shirt that he needs help shrinking. You mean shrink? Significant shrinkage. Shrinkage fat. I think women know about shrinkage. How do women know about shrinkage? Do women know about shrinkage? What do you mean, like laundry? So if you have tips and tricks for how to shrink an XL into a schmedium. I'm like a sh- like a sh- large, like a, a medium large. Medium large, yeah. I'm in the same. I, I buy my tees in large and then kind of let them shrink a little bit. So they're just above medium, but not medium. So I feel you. So yeah, you have tips and tricks for helping Joe shrink a free t-shirt that he got from the Knicks game. But... How do we feel, boys? What are, what are our what are our thoughts in thirty seconds or less each? I love on the, the Knicks. Knicks, but they played like throw duty that shit in the dryer, Joe. He's absolutely right. Uh, they did play like duty. They were up by fifteen at one point, and I think they lost by ten. Totally collapsed. Julius Randle scored eighteen in the first quarter. Did nothing else until the fourth quarter. I think he finished with twenty points. Twenty-two, because that asshole scored an l- easy layup with like yes, two yes, seconds of left. Of course, how could I forget? In our evaluation of are the Knicks. Are the Knicks back? The Knicks Where are, are back right now. Are they'll like, make the playoffs. Th- they're better than Knicks last year. Definitely going to make the playoffs. Top five seed. I think they'll win one series and be out this year. I agree. All right, cool. That is our official feelings on the Knicks on the Brickhouse podcast today, November second at nine seventeen p.m. So, also, we just like to point out here a Brickhouse first. Brickhouse is calling the election, the mayoral election for Adams, um, as a victory here. He was running for mayor. Eric Adams. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Serious? I think, yeah, I think my dad told me that earlier when I asked him who the fuck that was. Okay. Anyway, Brickhouse is calling the race, 9.14 p.m. Yeah, we see who voted on this podcast. Anyway. Throwing the towel. I can't vote. I'm not, I can't vote. I'm technically not a citizen. I'm all. You're an illegal alien. I'm a, I'm a, 
Registered citizen of the state of New York, but... Ah, yes. Okay. Well, don't tell that on the podcast because the FBI is listening. I'm going to I'm gonna cut. Some, I'm yes. going to bleep some things out. And now we're I have a small pet peeve that I have to bleed. I'm sorry. Joe, uh, Andrew said that he can't do something. Somebody asked the other day if you may please, and I just that drives me fucking crazy. It's, it's uh, may you please. It's can you please or uh, can you. Will you please? Wait, what did I do? No, when people when people say, may you please, when they're asking you a question, like, Andrew, may you please uh, lower the volume that's on your like microphone? That's like the worst grammar of all time. Did yeah. I say that? No, I no, 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 that. no, no. I'm just saying that that's a pet peeve of mine, and anybody who says it should really check themselves before they wreck themselves. Not you, Andrew. Just, I don't know why, for some reason, you said can't, and it, it triggered me, so I had to get that out. Sorry. This is a safe space. Word from our sponsor. <laughs> and now, a word from our sponsor. Thank you for calling Ticketmaster. How may I help you? Uh, hi, I have some tickets I purchased before quarantine. I'm just trying to get a refund. Okay, just a moment. Let me transfer you to our customer service team. Welcome to the fourth corner of hell, where dreams go to die and Ticketmaster resides. How may I hurt you? Uh, hi, yeah, um, I'm just trying to get some tickets refunded. Let me help you forever suffer! Fuck Ticketmaster! Fuck Ticketmaster! Fuck Ticketmaster! Fuck you, JetBlue! You fucking email telling me that my fucking $380 in fucking credit wasn't gonna... Expire. Fuck you, JetBlue. to go to Atlanta. JetBlue. I I'll, actually, I'm starting a chain of. I'm tweeting at JetBlue every day for the rest of eternity from the Brickhouse account with things that I'd rather do than fly JetBlue. That rhymes. That wasn't on purpose, but it's it's reality. Um, the first thing I put was retake the SAT. The second thing I put was get a root canal. So if anybody has suggestions of things that I can tweet at JetBlue that are uncomfortable that I'd rather do than fly JetBlue until they give me my $380 in credit back that they didn't email me about that it was expiring two weeks ago. Literally, I missed it by two weeks. The trip was planned for around Thanksgiving of 2020. I was told I had a year to use the credits. They didn't even fucking send me an email. Not an email, not a call, not a text message. I'm going to the doctor tomorrow. You know how many times I've been contacted by the doctor? Eight times. They've called me. They've texted me eight times. Not one thing. $380 to JetBlue down the fucking drain. You fucking jackasses. Do you have anything you want to say about uh, Ticketmaster? Uh, I wanted to say something about... JetBlue should hire some doctors. Ticketmaster is... Yeah, I fucking hate Ticketmaster so much. I don't want to think about it because... Yeah, fuck Ticketmaster. But the SAT. So I know someone that's in a fantasy football draft and last place has to do like terrible um, tortures. So the last place guy had to retake his SAT for coming in last. So he went to go take the SAT and he looks like a grown-ass man because he is a grown-ass man. And, you know, there's all these, like, 16, 17, 18-year-olds. And, like, the lady at the front, and she was, like, she was super pissed because it's, like, COVID. And, like, they're, like, you know, there's a waiting list. And, like, people want to actually take this to get into college. And he's, like, I just lost fantasy football. I have to take this test. <laughs> and she was, like, you need to leave now or else I'm calling the cops. <laughs> also, what are the police going to do? That's he a great punishment. Yeah, you're not doing anything illegal or wrong. But that's a great punishment. I agree. I've yeah. heard that she before. But also, if I was going to do that, I would not try. 
I think it'd be a better punishment. You gotta you gotta get above a certain score. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks because first of all, you gotta pay like a hundred and fifty dollars to take it. And it's like like six hours, right? Well, they might yeah. have cut it Super down long. because they cut out the writing section from our days. Oh yeah, true. You probably don't have to fucking just write know C for every single answer. Anyway. The odds are that you'll do okay. It's B or C. Well, it's not yeah, like it's a letter grade. You're, you're not gonna fail the SAT. You get like four hundred points just for putting your name down. Exactly. Oh uh, yeah, forgot. But would you Fuck rather the take the SAT or get your stuff stolen by a wild boar? Because Joe's got the scoop on what happened to Shakira. Shakira, Joe, you want to take it over? According to the BBC, Shakira, the Colombian singer, was attacked by a pair of wild boars. "Quote: Pop superstar Shakira says she was the victim of a random attack." by a pair of wild boars while walking in a park in Barcelona with her eight-year-old son. The Colombian singer said the animals attacked her before seizing her bag and retreating with into the woods. She shared her bizarre tale in a series of Instagram stories on Wednesday. Holding the now-recovered but torn bag towards the camera, she said, Look at how two wild boar which attacked me in the park, have left my bag. That is not proper grammar, Shakira, but I will let it slide. She uh, didn't say English. They were taking my... There's no way she said this whole story in English. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. I, I blame that on the translator. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Don't... They were taking my bag into the woods with my mobile phone in it. The singer continued, they've destroyed everything. <laughs> she then turned to her son, whose father is the Barcelona football player, Gerard Piquet. You know who that is, Andrew? Yeah, he's, uh, well, he used to be really good. Now he's kind of washed, but the man's won everything that you can win. Champions Leagues, La Liga titles with Barcelona. Also, the European Championships with the Spanish national team and this small tournament that they have every four years. I don't know if you're familiar with it. It's called the World Cup. Yeah, he won that too. He's pretty fucking good. He's probably going to end up being the president of Barcelona. He's really good in FIFA 14, if you have that on a shelf somewhere. Fire it up. He's also really good in the one after that, and the one after that, and the one after that, and the one after that. Up until about FIFA 2020, maybe 19, he was like a top five defender in the game. So This story made me think, like, what animals, let's say they attacked you guys. Like, what animal would I, like, fend off and be like, hey, f- hey fuck out of here, you little muskrat. Like, I could take a muskrat. Here, little- I could take a ferret. Any rodent. Ferret? No. Any rodent in general. Because I could just kick New that York thing. City rats? No, thank you. I'm not messing with that. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to, but if it's coming at my guy, if it's coming at one of the Brickhouse boys, I got to put my body on the line. You could kick it. Would you rather fight a New York City rat or a goose? I I, I can fuck a goose up. Goose, geese are mean. There's turkeys in Staten Island. There's mutant turkeys in Staten Island. You can at least grab it easier. Like, just grab it by the neck or something versus, like, a rat. They're shifty. I'm not touching that shit with my hand. I'm going full on, like, Gerard PK trying to kick that ball 30 yards oh, down the God, field. God, they're definitely a shit. goose. I suck at soccer. Like, I got some meaty legs. I'll fuck a goose up. I think it's pretty funny how the translation here makes Shakira sound like Vito Corleone when she uh, when he's looking at Sonny and The Undertaker. Just look, look at what they did to my boy. <laughs> 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 look at the look at how these two they wild boys him. attacked look my Look how they bag. massacred my boy. Look how they massacred my boy. So yeah, if I had to fend off a, a New York City animal, it would probably be the Barzini. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Tatalia was a pimp. He could never outfight Santino. Um, 
Do we? Well, here's the follow up question, Joe. Do we have any sort of like? Is there any sort of equipment? Like, do I have anything with me that I could use to assault these animals? <laughs> Hypothetically speaking, before Peter comes after us. Yeah. Thank you for throwing that out there because we, now we have to bring up the Peter <laughs> yeah. story that I forgot that we all talked about. Perfect timing, Tom. Well played. Oh my god. Um, Stupid. Hey, Joe, are we getting any sort of equipment? Like, am I getting like an umbrella? Is there a backpack? If it's a rainy day, yeah. Whatever you have on you. The problem is, if I have my backpack on it, I probably have my laptop in it, and that shit is every Brickhouse episode ever. So I'm actually putting my putting that down safely, and then going to save you guys. Honestly, save the laptop. <laughs> yeah. If it was a lion, I would say use the lion as like a decoy, and then murder that lion. Or run away. Well, you said lion twice there. I did. I can say it again. Lion. lion. No, you said if it was a lion, I'd say use that lion as a decoy and then murder that lion. That was exactly... Oh, it. use that <laughs> Use that backpack as a decoy. Why you lying? Why the fuck you lying? Why you always lying? Oh my God. Stop fucking lying. I mean, also, a lion is probably not going to attack us on the streets of New York. Also, I'm shocked that there's wild boar in Barcelona. Yeah, that's like a bigger thing. It's, I mean, you'd think, imagine just like walking through Central Park and <laughs> these two wild boar just come and take your shit. The first thing I thought of when you told me this story was the, the story about, well, how do I keep all those feral hogs off my lawn without my AR-15 tweet, which was an incredible tweet from a couple years ago. Yeah, the QAnon people. Mm-hmm. Who all waited. Although apparently feral hogs in the South are actually a real problem, and uh, an AR-15 might actually be the best way to take care of them. Uh, those were the same people waiting for JFK Jr. to come back in Dallas today, so uh, let them figure it out. Touche. So wait, what animal do you think you could take with your hands slash your body, Joe? Anything else? I could fuck a... Excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Your hands. We said your hands. Yeah. Uh, Joe, we're still a couple episodes away from episode 69. Keep it in your pants over there, bud. Darn it. Damn it. I'm already naked below the waist. Okay, Winnie uh, the Pooh. I'm wearing pants. Um, yeah, I could fuck like a... <laughs> we're not yeah. asking you to fuck anything, Joe. Just, just don't even... Just say an animal. Don't even start the sentence. Just say an animal. Actually, don't say an animal. Please don't say an animal right now. A duck. I could... <laughs> you could fuck, fuck a duck. duck up. Yeah, fuck a duck. That's good. No. Yo, you got to see this VHS no. tape I got. No. Nope. No. Nope. If anybody has an extra VCR, can you please call us and let us know? I'd like that. Joe's got some videotapes that he has to play for Joe's us. crying. <laughs> yeah. I can just act them out for you. Uh, uh, no. By yourself? <laughs> I need some volunteers, though. No. I'm okay. Hell to the I'm no. okay not you not doing that. If you could not do that, that'd be great, actually. I feel like that just went totally sideways, <laughs> thanks to Joe. Okay, so speaking of PETA, who now definitely hates us here on the Brickhouse podcast, they find that the term bullpen, which we all know from Major League Baseball, uh, can I get a score update right now for the people, Casey? Uh, I think it's still shit. three nothing. I have it. <laughs> That's all right. I if you know the TV score, here. I think it's still three nothing. They're at commercial, three nothing. Uh, coming into the top of the fifth, Braves up. Thank you. Still three nothing, Braves. Confirmed. So the Major League Baseball in their World Series right now, and Peta decided to come out and make 
a statement about what they found offensive in the World Series. Nothing to do with uh, an alleged team name of one of the two teams in the World Series or a gesture that the fans do. Or the Astros uh, cheating. Or, or, yes, alleged cheating by one of the two teams. Nope. They find the term bullpen offensive, and they want it to, they want to change it to the arm barn, which I really – You know what? I, I, part of me doesn't hate it. I also really want to know what they were drinking or drugs that they were doing when they came up with Arm Barn as as a replacement name. Because it's milk. It's not bad. Honestly, it's just it's, such a media whore like, oh, let's just take attention because it's like the World Series and like put it towards what we believe in. They don't give a shit if it's called the bullpen but, uh, or the. Isn't isn't the term arm barn offensive because a barn? What is a what is a barn most known for? Housing Things animals. that you keep animals inside yeah. of. So, and and animals are friends too, and we don't eat animals. So, like, why would you need a barn? Just call it the pitch out workout, the pitcher workout center. Like that rolls off the tongue. I'm sure we could. You could just call it over there. <laughs> just bring in a relief pitcher from over there. You have to. You don't have to call it anything. They're just somewhere else. So because where's that? There. Not here. They're somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, it's not in the dugout. Yeah, they're over there. They're either over there. I like the ambiguity of that. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's offended unless I mean, see if if you call it over there, then over here yeah. it would might get offended. Do you think guys named Doug are ever going to get pissed off that they're calling it the dugout? I don't think there's enough guys named Doug on the world to give it enough of a shit. And I bet most of them are baseball fans. They're probably like, that's cool. Nickelodeon Doug is better than Disney Doug. Obviously. Yeah, who's Disney Doug? I don't even know Disney Doug. Yeah, that's what I thought. Doug funny for life. All right, well, that brings us to the most important part of the show. Top five. Top five. Top five. I'm ready. I was not ready at the start of the episode, and now I am. I still don't know what order I'm going to put mine in, so I'm going last. Joe? I'm good. I could go first if you Joe, guys you want. Do you want to present the topic? Today we delve into the top five, walk into the bar, walk out of work songs. And Mr. Casey, he seems ready. What do you have for us today? All right, number five, Gasolina by Daddy Yankee. I like the G-Unit remix, but either one will do. Number four, Doses and Mimosas by Cherub. It's just a kind of song that makes you want to just throw back a full bottle of anything that anyone hands you, the first thing anyone hands you, so big fan of that one. Number three, Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison. Just one of those, the week is over, I'm going to get fucking lit songs that just feel good all the time. Number two, Intoxicated by Martin Solvig, legendary. Eyes rolling back into my head a few times listening to that one, but nothing, nothing beats number one, Fantasy. By Mariah Carey featuring the old dirty bastard. If I hear that in any club, bar, vicinity, if I'm in a car, if I'm on a train, I'll absolutely lose my shit. So that's my top five. Shout out, Mar- shout out, Mariah Carey. Yes, was just gonna say is, that. It's officially Mariah Carey season. It's her season now. So big fan of Mariah Carey. Two things: at the Halloween party, the Brickaween party that I DJed last Saturday, I did a dope mix of Don Tolliver after party. With Mark Morrison, Return of the Mac. Maybe you'll hear. That's G- DJ Jossie Supreme. You can find him at our rooftop uh, live podcasts or live podcasts or any backyard, any backyard party. 
Yeah. How about you um, DJ a live pod in, in somebody's car? We could do a live pod on somebody's backyard. We could you let us know, and, and we'll DJ and throw the party. Also, number two, I can attest to Casey screaming at the top of his lungs the lyrics to Fantasy yeah. by Mariah Carey. It's a great song. I'll go. So number five, uh, I had done these. We had said like, walk in, walk out of the bar kind of song, so that's where I kind of figured mine to be. And number five, one bourbon, one scotch, or one beer. George Thorogood. Ooh, classic. Number, good song. number four, Glory Days. I don't know if I've had a top five without Bruce, but this just feels like a song to hear in the bar. Number three, Boys Are Back in Town. Yup. Hey. Number two, classic. Mr. Brightside. I just, I just love that track so much. And number one. Yeah, Scrand. number one on the Leaving the Bar song. Uh, is there anything more iconic than playing Closing Time as you kick everyone out of the bar? No. You missed the assignment. It was I leaving heard it on work, the radio not today leaving too. the bar. Oh, well, you know what? I stand by it. Oh. You know what? Fuck it. That's, That's a great. A one, I would rather listen to that song, <laughs> Leaving Work, than I would leave the bar. Touche. I'll give you so that. I'll give you that. That's fair. Work. That's fair. That's a, that's, it's that's, multi-appropriate. Uh, yeah, it fits multiple scenarios there. I just... I just can't read, apparently. Good list, Thanks. Tom. You too, bud. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> Joe? In no particular Joe, order. Joe's got eight. Yeah, Joe's got 15 uh, of these. Say, no, I only have six today. I only got six. I'm only going to say five. I'll be a good boy. So number five, in no particular order. Started from the bottom. Now I'm here. I, I've been really digging that album, and especially that song. be honest, I didn't listen to that album for, like until... That's nothing yeah. was the same? Great record. Yep. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's really the beats. Everything. I love Drake. That's probably like my least favorite Drake album. Though I don't know. That's that's a take we're gonna save put and put into a jar for a rainy day right there. I remember saved that. that one. I, I'll be ready for that. Yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Uh, number four, Sabotage by the Beastie Boys has to be classic. Classic. Just yeah. Uh, that's the intro. Number three, Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe. Ooh. Number two, the remix featuring Jay Z. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. Number two, Ride by The Vines from Australia. Whoa, The Vines. I haven't heard them in a hot second. Yeah, that song just gets the blood flowing through your veins. And number one, it's a shorty. It's Minor Threat by Minor Threat off the album Minor Threat. How many times have you heard that on at a bar? I can count on one hand, and I've gotten lit when that came on. It's only like a minute long, but that's a crazy minute. No doubt. No one's going to take that joke? Okay. Andrew, you're top five. <laughs> well played, Dom. I'm going to go International Players Anthem uh, by UGK and Outcast. I wanted to put Big Pimpin' on my list, but this edged it out because I think it's a little more classy and a little more respectful, but uh, both would have played. I'm going to put Everybody Wants Some by van halen my list was more walking out of work on friday but also still walking into the bar you hear everybody wants some like i do want to just go pound beers and do a couple shots i'm gonna put i'll put you know what i'm gonna go to kendrick lamar just like joe did and i know it was like kind of the big hit for it but like i'm gonna go dna off of his most recent full release that that song does get the bar popping off that's a number two that's a number three um stacy's mom no teenage dirtbag teenage oh. dirtbag by weedus gets the people going 
Teenage Dirtbag, by the way, written by fellow alum of the University of Scranton and went to the same high school as Joe. Not at the same time, but people should know that. And number one, I will also be picking from the Beastie Boys. And this is the song that if I'm ever like, yeah, you know what? I don't feel really feel like going out. Like, I've had a long week. I should probably just take it easy. And you're like, you're trying to get me to go out. Just send me the song. It's off their first record. Technically, they wrote it to make fun of this culture. And then it got adopted by this culture. Fight for your right to party by the Beastie Boys. You know? An all-time music video. All-time music video. Joe and I wore that music video for Halloween when you are in college. It's an all-time song. It's an incredible song. Beasties are legends. Incredible song. And it's the cool thing about that song is it's like kind of hip-hop, but at the same time, more rock. Like... And there's like a sick guitar solo in the middle of it, and yes, one of my like my favorite music video of all time. So that 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 I'd put I put my top five. Kerry, I forget his last name. Kerry King, Kerry Collins, I think Kerry King, <laughs> Kerry Slayer, definitely Kerry Collins, the Giants quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, I think it's Kerry King. Did the solo? He's the guy from Slayer. He did the solo on that song. I have a couple that didn't make it, but Party and Bullshit, Bodak Yellow by Cardi B didn't make it. A lot. Into Club, The Thrill, Miss Jackson, Paper Planes. Ooh, club. Gotta Have It and Hell Yeah Fucking Right by Drake. All all were on my honorable mentions. I had Dust in the Wind as an honorable mention. That's some sad dad drinking music. You ever think of me as a father figure? No. Put your tiny hand in mine. That's like, are you okay? Yeah. Another. Give me another one. <laughs> I had no honorable mentions because we were asked to do five. <laughs> <laughs> Joe gave me the face. I would say my one honorable mention would be um, Bell Bottoms by who the hell sings this? The trio. John. John Spencer. Peter Bjorn and John? No, John Spencer. Davis? Oh, uh, this is a. I uh, should. I'm not prepared. The John Spencer Blues Explosion, Bell Bottoms. You know what else made my list? It sounds explosive. One of my favorite movies of all time is Days and Confused, and there's a scene where they're walking into the Emporium in that movie, and Hurricane. There's a part of Hurricane by Bob Dylan comes on. I would put that on my list only for that scene. If I was walking in bell bottoms, well, maybe not bell bottoms, but like cool jeans and like a dope shirt and Matthew McConaughey was with me, I'd want that or Stranglehold to come on by we'll Google, Google. In the meantime, as he's Ted Googling. Nugent. Oh, Ted Nugent. I was going to say, just an update here. It is now 5 nothing Braves, top of the fifth. Dans B. Swanson with a two-run shot. Right field, left field, right, center. Where do you play, Yankees. Tom? Left field. There we Hi. Go. Live updates. Rickhouse Podcast. <laughs> You're home for sports and entertainment. Am I right, boys? Thank you for that play-by-play, yeah. play, Tom. Catch him next year. <laughs> All right, well, if you enjoyed this, follow, like, subscribe. I love you. Yes. Uh, at Brickhouse Pod, at Andrew Pissarro, at Ba Da 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 Da, at Cheese Quesadilla, at TSPO92. I was getting there, but thank you. Hit the hotline. If you really love us, if you, what? Yeah, Tom did. didn't say the phone number at all. If you're this really loving us, go on iTunes, leave a five star review. I would really like to start reading new five star reviews. We're on, yeah, iTunes? we're on iTunes. I'd really like to li- to read some new reviews. So if you guys could go do that, that'd be cool. Be, be please, please. You could even roast us in the in there if you want. You don't have to, but make fun of my face. Yes, it's it's, it's perfect. Exclusively Casey. make no fun one of can Casey's do that. face. Make fun of it. 
All right, everybody. Have a good week. Stay safe. Say hi to I love you. Mariah Carey. She's back.